TB and Low Show, y'all know what it is. Listen, 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 people. This is the TB and Low Show. It's going to be filmed behind the wall. Behind the wall. This needs to be looked at as you going to see a sitcom and how they do it a studio audience. You understand? You understand? The first episode is, is going to be different because we get an understanding. Y'all don't got to deal with the crowds out there. This is only done behind the wall. Then I'll cut up clips and stuff like that people to see some stuff here to clutter up episodes but the full you can you get you got to be back here to get it it's just i'm making stuff more and more and more exclusive for uh for y'all more and more exclusive um Uh, how do I? Oh, I'm not. I gotta switch this in. So y'all seeing stuff that if they not back here, they can't see. Simple as that. Simple as that. There's no other. There's no other way to look at it. There's no other way to talk about it. We gonna talk about everything back here. You gonna? We gonna talk about everything back here. Let me get low on the phone because low ain't at his he ain't at his setup yet. Low ain't at his setup yet. Low is not at his setup yet. Oh. Yo. We are we are we are here filming the TB and Low show. I got low on the on, on the uh on the uh on the line. He is not. Let me let me turn you up. Say something else. Test test microphone. Test one two one two. All right. Uh, let me make sure my my stuff is up. Say something again. Test 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 one two one two. Can y'all can y'all hear him? Y'all let me know. Get get let's get the levels right. We trying to get it done. Y'all know what it is. Uh, you got hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's pissed off. <laughs> Hey, listen, you don't know. Boom, 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 boom. They know what it is. It's going to be a problem. I am here in San Diego listening before I hit the gym. That's what's up, Trick or Truck or T. 
Um, you know, I'm gonna have my usuals on here and everything, but this is this is uh uh this is this is for y'all, man. This is for y'all. We're gonna get into it. Uh we're gonna start off with the I don't, I don't even know if we should go here first. <sighs> How do you feel? Take it there, bro. What you waiting on? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the corny channels growing to a certain height? How do you feel about like like? Mm. How do you feel about channels? You can't even suffer through one video, but somehow. They're, I don't even know how to say it. You, you go. They can hear you talk. Hey. hey. <laughs> you ain't the right. Are you ain't the right. Uh, what you say? You ain't the right complexion. For the protection. For the for collection. The for the collection. <laughs> as simple as that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, we've talked about this before. That. It's all about, you know, the narrative and who wants and how the algorithm wants to push them. And, and I feel like a lot of times we're not the narrative and we buck the system and we are not, uh, we don't follow the algorithm to, to the team. But yeah. I, I, I can't watch it though. I can't watch it. I ain't gonna lie. They can't. They, <laughs> I mean, Listen, I, I, I'll I'll be real because because remember this is this is the only way someone's gonna see this. Uh, I'm gonna cut certain parts out because we're gonna get we're gonna get into a lot of shit on here. We're gonna get into a lot of shit on here, and um, you know, once Lo gets back to his um uh, his setup, it's gonna get it's gonna get real scary in the streets. It really is. But we know what sucks, bro. Like this is this is not it's this is not one of those things where we don't know what's garbage. We know what sucks. And it's like it has to be, I don't want it to be racial, but I'm looking at it and it's like, dude, why I'll I'll, I'll break it down this way. Every viral video that I have has a white face on it. Every single one. Every viral video that I have has a white face on it. Is that a coincidence? What is it? It's no coincidence. I mean, we don't need to beat around the bush here. Hell no, it ain't no coincidence. I mean, that's that's what it is. Everything, Everything, when it comes to social media, it's either... You're going to be politically correct and get pushed, or you're going to be non-politically correct and and suffer for for being, as they would say, for being real. So the real doesn't get pushed, and the fake gets brought to the forefront. Sorry, I pushed the button on my thing. I I I, I completely I completely agree. I just flat out agree with that. There's no other way to to put it, and especially on a trucker standpoint, when it's like, I I think my channel suffers sometimes.
because I don't want to keep making the same video over and over. But when I look over at other people, I probably should be making the same video over and over. Mm-hmm. It's like some we'll be like, man, we already did a video on that. But you'll go over to some people's page and they'll just keep doing the same fucking thing. And it works. And right. you're like, well, maybe I should do a, a video on why to go to Prime. Like you ain't done that before. I don't know. I just that's how I look at that shit. The majority, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, it's the majority, that's all it is. That's a that's a uh that's a good way to look at it. But at the same time, who you're deciding to push to the top of the trending thing, that's not a majority thing. That that's a decision that the algorithm is making. Correct. You know, and there's other videos on this. This is we're not the first ones to talk about this. If you go on there and put, you know, the, the P, there's other creators talking about it. There's other creators talking about it. It's like, dude, we have to do 10 times as much. Like when I see a fucking teenager who has 3 million subs that posted 100 videos, it's like, how the fuck did you do that? You got 100 videos yeah. about nothing. 30 second clips of them doing a dance. <laughs> and they got a million fucking subs off that shit. It's like, what the fuck? They're getting million dollar deals, all that type of shit. And it's like, if you really talk it, or if the way we're sitting down talking, and we gonna touch into you know different shit here, but we're almost forced to be pushed into hip hop. Mm. And I'm gonna be real. Fuck these young ass rappers, dog. I don't want it. I mean, what are we gonna talk about? There's a few that I like. If it becomes newsworthy, I'll speak on it. But I'm not suffering through they mumble rap ass fucking album to have something to say about. It. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I mean, I don't talk about shit. It doesn't have no substance in them anyway. All they do is talk about doing drugs, killing, and and infidelity. <laughs> And infidelity and, and just 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 flat out whoring. So what would be the fucking what would be the fucking point? So what we're trying to build a show, which we're letting everybody behind the wall be a part of. We're trying to build a show of some form of substance. Some form of substance, and we're letting it be influenced by the crowd that's behind the wall. For y'all to get a custom-made show that we're all going to like to hear, that we're all going to like to talk about. Yes, we're going to touch on relationships. It's going to come up. But I don't want a full how to get pussy channel. Like I, I mean, I fucks with Kevin Samuels. I really do. <laughs> but it's like he didn't pop until he started putting bitches in their fucking place. I don't want my whole shit to be built on that. Mm. I don't. Um, Is it only going to be about rappers? <laughs> I feel like that shit is messy and it'll get you killed because these rappers are sensitive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 to me, it just has to be an organic show. To me. And I want it to be recorded like y'all are the studio audience. Because that live shit, that sh- I'm going to be real with y'all, that shit's not working. That's just, it's like, it's like, I'm gonna be real. I feel like YouTube pushes recorded videos more. No, they definitely do. That's for sure. They push recorded videos more. So and you get paid better on recorded videos than you do it live. You can be. It, it, it's crazy how you could be up there holding a whole seminar for two and a half hours, 
<laughs> you go and check how much you got paid for it. $12. If ain't nobody send you a super chat, you got like four five dollars. Whereas if you had a recorded video for five minutes, you look up and that thing that did fifty sixty dollars in a day. Right. Oh, we got Phil in the building. What's happening, man? We got Phil in the building. We got Low on the phones. One day Low will be able to be home so he can uh, do this. But uh, uh, I appreciate you coming in on the viewing of the show. And uh, uh, you all know who Phil is. But do you do you do you agree with what me and Low is coming up with? Film it behind the wall. As like mm-hmm. the people in the Patreon are the studio audience. Mm-hmm. Cut it up. Cut up segments of it. Post it on some Joe Rogan shit. But they can't see the full joint unless they back in. I agree 100%. Do promo clips out on the main stage. And if they want to see the whole show, come back behind the wall. Right. If you want to interact, you're going to have... I, I, that's how I look at it. If You know how to, in, in the studio audience, the people who went, paid a ticket to go to the show... Was there mm-hmm. being able to interact, get stuff like that, talk, laugh. You can hear them laughing in the back, all that type of stuff. Right, right. Now you can go over to the podcast and just hear it. Yeah. Stupid ass thing. You can go to the podcast and just hear it, but if you want to to talk, because we can open the phone lines up, which we will, all that type of shit. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to be behind the wall, and to me, that cuts out all the bullshit. That makes us be done with trolls. Mm-hmm. That makes us be done with worrying. Back here, you can say whatever you want to say because it's just that I can't make it a clip if you cuss. Right, right. But you can cuss though. I just mm-hmm. can't use that clip. That clip's not gonna fly. Exactly. You agree with that, Lashawn? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. I mean, I think that's how it should be done. Like me, and you discussed earlier today. I think a lot with like the Joe Rogan show and even like with the Breakfast Club. Like they don't. I don't think they have where you can actually watch it live minute for minute. I think that they pre-record it. They take out the, the, the bits and pieces that they want to be in public that was a good part of the interview or the show. And then that's what is presented in, a, like like you said, five, six, seven, eight-minute clip. And then if you want the whole entire exclusive interview, then, you know, you, you pay you pay for that behind the wall. Absolutely. I, I I I agree with that. I can agree with that completely. And basically, the people back here, y'all are at this. Y'all are at the genesis of the podcast. And it's like I'm really trying to figure out. I'm gonna do the extra work because everybody goes home. I'm still on the computer once this goes off. I have to edit it for the podcast, and I'm gonna now I'm gonna have to cut it up to sh- drop the clips. Um, I got to get the links together for where everybody to get their just do all that type of shit. That is a lot of back end work, but I'm going to do it because I want to see the podcast. Is it worth it? Cause like me and Lo was talking about on the phone, it seems to me that most people's podcasts pop when they're already famous is the podcast right. apparatus pushing. That's it? not necessarily true. All right. Break it down for because it. there's a, not that I listen to them in particular, but I, I'm familiar with their background. There's these two ladies. They have this show called Poor Minds. Well, while they both had a, I guess you could say, a social media presence, they weren't on main stage. How they got their, I guess, their growth, you could say, is they started um, doing something like a promo run. Not necessarily something we have to do the same way, but 
They right. basically what made them blow up is when they started appearing on other people's channels and people did shout outs for them and stuff like that. And that's how they ascended into the levels that they're doing now where they're doing a couple hundred thousand videos. I mean, a couple hundred thousand views per video. But yeah, I mean, y'all don't necessarily be famous. It just takes time to grow. And like even with even with Joe's situation, even though he was famous, his audience didn't get to where he was doing a million streams until, you know, five years in where that's people were starting to catch on to it. That's true, but the reason why I pulled Joe out of it because Joe has famous people on the show. That's the show. So really, what true. what Joe what Joe is doing is he's feeding off of all the famous people's marketing, right? Yeah. So he he same thing with Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club ain't shit unless the rappers come, right? Mm -hmm. The only one that I think that has a legitimate good show, but they were also famous before, was the Brilliant Idiots joint. They don't have to have a rapper there for it to be a good show. That's true. But they are only talking about marketed names. What is right. a marketed name? If we come on here and discuss Lil Dirk, that motherfucker is marketed through a machine for yeah. the video to get hits. Mm -hmm. So it's like we don't have those connections to even be in that in that that fucking um that fucking realm. Now the other thing too with going to people's shows and all that type of shit, we are all over the country and we yeah. work regular jobs. Yeah. So it's like, when the fuck are we just taking flights to go do free shows and talk to people? Right. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> like, low, get out your truck, go down there and sit down there for free for two, three hours, and then lose five grand that week. Like, we're not in right. that position. So, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Especially not y'all, because, yeah, I'm, no. I'm just now cracking that next level. Y'all been doing this. So, y'all exactly. really business so, going. Phil ain't doing it. Nah, I ain't better make it that. That's that, it's that simple. So. <laughs> We have to yeah. we have to depend on the algorithm of what platforms we're posting to. And my sure. thing is with, with podcasting, I've never heard no one talk about how the podcast apparatus pushes your show before everybody else's. We can talk about that through all different places and putting in tech. I never heard that through a podcast. What no, are they I mean, a lot of it is just gonna be show. gonna be word of mouth and if need be paid promos through through bigger platforms. I mean, that's really the only way I can think of it making it, you know, making it pop out other than just trying to manipulate the algorithm. That's yeah, just my I don't, even, on it. I don't even know if do they have an algorithm that pushes it? Well, if as far as doing it on YouTube, it works the same as any other channel. I mean, any other type of algorithm. You just have to figure out what cuts through the noise in in your lane specifically, but I understand, I understand. as far as like the actual podcast platforms, not really. That's just going to be, you know, unless unless we had a deal with somebody, that's just going to be a word of mouth thing. Wow, because that's how it is in the music. It's just like it's no different than being in the music space. You're only going to cut to the front is if you suddenly get popular and you and you go viral, or you're partnered with one of the um, one of the distributors or labels that have you know, the connections to put your stuff at the front. That's pretty much the only way you're going to get through in that space specifically. But as far as like the video platforms, like, you know, YouTube or even on Facebook, because that's kind of slept on. Right. You know, I, I feel like that'll be the way to, to reach a bigger audience, especially on the Facebook tip, because you can pay them to push you through the algorithm. And it's actually really easy to set up. Like I did that with a friend of mine. We were working on a different venture and it, it reached a lot of people. So it mm. just depends on if you want to go that way or not. But yeah, Facebook, quiet as it's kept, Facebook is actually a pretty easy way to do promo. Do you have a cup of noodles shirt on? Yes, I do. 
It's like I'm trying to hear what he's saying, but I'm like, why do I want a cup of noodles right now? Like, what the fuck am I looking at? I'm trying to figure out why you want this cup of noodles shirt. Like you went way left field with that. Is it the shrimp flavor or is it the chicken? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> shrimp or chicken or beef spicy. We talking about right? Yeah, <laughs> noodles. I'm like, dang, I can use a couple noodles and some Kool Aid right now. <laughs> couple noodle shirt on. Like, I knew I wasn't fucking crazy. <laughs> God damn, Maro Chan for the win. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a dope shirt. I wish I could get one, man. You should get a McFlurry too. What the they fuck got, going on with you? Got a, they got them at Walmart, and this is actually uh, boba. <laughs> boba. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like. I feel like we'll we'll figure it out. We can word of mouth it, and most likely my channel when I post it out, mm, we just lost low. Mm. And, and my channel when I post it, I will put the podcast here, the whole show here, participate mm-hmm. in the show here, mm-hmm. and I'll post that under every single clip. And I guess that's just how the grassroots way we're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to fucking grow it like that. That's how I look at it. But yeah, uh, I, I think, you, like you said, if we if we I guess pick 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 some of the highlight moments and put those out in like little short, you know, three minute clips or whatever on the main channels, that'll draw people to want to know the rest of what we're talking about. And then, like you said, for the ones who actually want to participate, they you know come on this side with Patreon and you know go from there. And then you know, like I said too, as far as doing promos and manipulating the algorithm, like I said, Facebook would be a easy way to promote and get people to see it. So exactly. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, popular news here. Mm-hmm. I will be having certain popular news, news um, platforms open. Uh, here goes one, which I feel like we all should know about that. This is crazy. Um, Trey Songs off the hook chef game arrest. He will be facing criminal charges for his violent altercation with cops at the NFL playoffs. Why? What? I don't understand. I didn't know nothing about that. Apparently, this has just happened. Oh, dang! They got, they got him on on, on uh, look at this shit. They got him on legit. Let's post, look, look, look at him. You know, he thing. Damn. Oh, he out of the. Dang dog. <laughs> didn't he get arrested not too long ago? For sexual allegations, yes. Oh, that boy out of there. He out of there, dog. Uh, that's crazy. Wow, wow, wow. That's a mess, man. He's just, I'm just wondering what happened in his career because you know, he everybody has their peak, but it's just ever since I guess his removal of spotlight, he's just been on a continuous downward spiral. Like, I don't understand. It's definitely drugs, man. That's a waste of talent, man. Like it's just <laughs> most, sad. Most of these people's are—they're just on drugs, dude. Like there's no other way to 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 put yeah. it. Just flat out drug use. Uh, learning on NFL and COVID returns blueprint. Kenny Chesney. I fucks with Kenny Chesney. He's cool people. Hmm. Uh, really, they gonna hit me with an ad though. That's what we doing. Uh, uh, but I think it's just what is this dude doing? Okay, police video shows uh bloody after script club attack. Gosh, man. This shit make me not want to even be famous, dude. That's wild. 
<laughs> that is wild. Like, bro, like I just be like, I understand why Joe be in the house. <laughs> that's a Joe. That's a Joe Button thing. He's in the house. Yeah. Even when he go out and go to other places, he be like, I don't go nowhere. I just stay in the hotel the whole time. That's why he go and buy the, the most expensive suite that he can have everything he want right there in one spot. <laughs> He'll go to another city, but he, he don't be outside. <laughs> Dude, that that's fucking smart, bro. Because I'm yeah. being real, I don't I, I rarely go out in the city that I'm in. Yeah. I rarely go down to the strip and, and be out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone got murdered out there yesterday. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a wholesome guy. Yeah, I mean, you've elevated. I mean, we all have in, in some degree. We've hit a peak of maturity. Like, I I can say, you know, maybe four, three, four, five years ago when I was uh, in the streets, so to speak. I, I think marriage plays probably a larger part in that, too. But I can remember a time where, you know, my life was just like, okay, who am I going to the club with tonight? Who am I drinking with tonight? And that was that. Now, I have no kind of desire to be in anybody's nightclub or to be out publicly drinking. Like it's just, but is it? Is it a? It doesn't is it, phase me. Is it a true desire, or do you truly not want to go? Or do you know it just leads to bad things? No, like I legit just don't even want to go anymore. Like I like to go to different places. Like I'll like there's a couple of museums here I want to check out. Um, I do enjoy going to arcades. You know, I'm a David yeah. Buster's guy. There's a place here, ten bucks, and you can play all you want all night, and they serve uh, uh, cider. But other than that. Bro, I don't really I'm, want to go nowhere. You said arcade. I'm gonna show you how old I am. I remember. <laughs> I remember. You probably don't remember that. I don't know if you know this. This is maybe a Virginia thing. Flippa mm-hmm. McCoy's. I've heard the name, but I've never been to one. Flippa McCoy's was like a serious uh, putt putt golf was a big one too. Yeah, I've been to putt putt. They, they had an arcade and plus the golf thing. I never did the golf shit. I thought I was gay. I was into. The <laughs> I I remember yeah. when arcades were really really prevalent in the streets. Like like, if you would go in there and it was like I'm about to play Street Fighter, right? And if and it was a serious affair. Like it was like if you lost, it was like you was you was you. It was yeah. terrible. Like it was. I I remember crying from losing. Oh. I remember that. It was serious in those days. It was. It yeah, was like this motherfucker around to have a line around the block for the new cabin that's in. <laughs> I tell you one thing I hated about it more than anything was the goddamn dudes that would do the one move and beat you mm. over and over and all oh, that pissed me off so fucking bad. Just sweep, 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 sweep. Yeah, button spammers. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that would just rub the controller. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst. Oh man. The fucking worst, man. Yeah. Um I also want to touch on, uh, since I guess we can do it on here mm-hmm. without ruining our platforms. Matter of fact, we're not going to say, let's let's do this right, because I don't okay. know the extent. Okay. The dog coin. We'll call it dog coin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, the Akita. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The dog thing in crypto. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dog thing. In, I bought some. Mm-hmm. How much did you buy? A hundred dollars. Oh, okay, that's fair. You know, a hundred dollars just just because just who knows? You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, just wait, but for, uh, wait for homeboy to tweet about it again. It'll go up. <laughs> exactly, homeboy. T- so, so, is it going to be used 
as a way to buy stuff off Amazon. No, not that one. Now, the other two that we talked about, the main two contenders right now, those, yes. But this one, no. It's just, I mean, like I said, it started as a joke. It was never supposed to be worth anything. But in the midst of what happened with the stock boys a couple, you know, however many months ago that was now, right. um, in the wave of that excitement, somebody was like, hey, let's, you know, let's push this one too. And it went from being worth below pennies to now it actually holds some value. But in the long-term game of it, I don't really see it going anywhere to a, a large significant degree. Like the way I would say it is if you just want to make a quick flip, you know, throw a couple dollars in there, wait for the next spike, sell it off. That's do, you, do you really think that we could at least say the word crypto, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think crypto is a is a, is a, is a real thing people should be putting their money in, especially like? Do you think truckers should be putting- um not? I would say yes, but not all of your money. Like if you if you're the kind of person who wants to really set yourself up for some some longer term investments, right? You know, over the traditional four hundred one k, which I don't believe in four hundred one ks because, well, we can get into that part later, well, we but. Yeah, but yeah, I don't believe in 401ks, but as far as doing longer term investments, I would say in a percentage, I wouldn't put more than 50% of your money into it. I mean, in in the current state of 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 crypto, I would say yes, it's it's a safe place to hold your money, but I wouldn't put it in, you know, the smaller lesser value coins. I would only be putting it in, either in bit or in uh, uh Ethereum. Really? Because because they're the most stable ones. I mean, yeah, they have spikes and waves and dips and highs and lows like this, like any other stock on the market. Right. But unlike the other coins, these two are actually backed by a, a real entity. Uh, Bit is part of a, a development algorithm that scientists use um, for, you know, making different products and different types of technology. It's actually connected to an AI system. The same with Ethereum. It's I forget the what exactly it does but it's something that they actually use in real life all Mm. the rest of them are just created algorithms that don't hold any retainable value really Mm -hmm. and i you know i got v i got i got the rip joint you know the full word Mm -hmm. uh uh did well on that one let's do that that. i think i made about i made about uh forty three hundred dollars on that uh and it's like I should pull this out, but then I was like, "Yo, if it goes to like two thousand dollars, I'd be winning." Yeah, if it goes to a hundred, well possible. If it goes to a hundred bucks, I'll. Be, you know, the only thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. When do you sell it? Or should you never sell? It? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, a guy that that was actually on a. Joe Budden show that came on to talk about crypto with in particular, like with Bitcoin and Ethereum, he says you shouldn't sell it at all. Now, nope. mind you, he's a, a very, very pro crypto advocate. So he was like, you should dump all your money into it and do as many deals as you as you can related to crypto when it comes to doing contract work and things like that, because that's just how much he believes in future wise, which, yes, there's a lot of potential there, but I'm just not that trusting of anything. So that's why I say at the most you should do is like 50 percent of your you know asset value in crypto because like i said there's a solid future for it because of the fact that it's for one it's not controlled by any banks directly i mean yeah they have money into it just like any other company do i mean shoot your, your boy spent 
I forget however many millions and billions of dollars he dumped into it from his rocket program. So wow. there's definitely some retainable value to it. Yeah, he dumped a matter of fact. Let me look that up. Yeah, look, we got so time. I can get the exact number. Let's be on the podcast. We got time. Let's see here. Elon. I just like people, it's so much shadow and shit around, and it's so much um one person saying that it ain't shit, the other person's right. saying that it ain't shit, and then it's like this is not gonna work, this will work. Right. This so it's like I've been throwing pennies in there, 50, 20, 100, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like that, but I haven't really just I still have thousands of dollars in like a regular savings account doing nothing. Right. I heard a safe thing. They bought they bought uh Tesla, they bought 1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Really? And they have plans in the future to take it as a form of payment. This happened back in February. Yeah, they bought uh, 1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. The fifty thousand dollar piece joints. Yes. So so if I had enough crypto, I could literally buy a Tesla. Yep. And according to a recent article the other day, they sold 272 million of that in profit from the price value from the price point that they bought it at. Because you know, each each coin is worth a you know however many thousands of dollars. So yeah, apparently the other day they sold 272 million of their net profit, meaning from the point that the the point value they bought it at, it's gained two two hundred and seventy-two million dollars worth of profit value, and they sold that off. Well he just he just flipped real quick. Yeah. So you gotta have enough money to do shit like that. In that particular space, yes. But that's why the other coins are popular because they're more accessible to those who don't have half many billions of dollars sitting in the bank. But you can still earn a profit. Yeah, you can go in there and buy a hundred dollars worth of two cent shit and it pops right. to you done made some money. Exactly. But again, like the guy was making the point, he's like, even if you can't buy a whole coin it, as far as related to Bitcoin or Ethereum, he's like, you should buy it in portions until you reach the point of actually owning one whole coin or however many coins you just want to keep dumping into. it. Like you could almost look at it like a like an escrow account. <laughs> like it's there for if you need it, but you can just keep accumulating on it. And then, of course, as the market fluctuates, what you what you put into it, even if it's a fractional fractional piece of a coin, the overall value can increase, which means you're still making money regardless. I mean, to me, it seems to be over my wheelhouse. I play with it. You know, I got a Coinbase and a Crypto.com. But it's like every time someone comes up with a new name, you got to download a new app to get it. That's annoying. It's, It's because of well i'll tell you what the thing about the thing about purchasing crypto in the u.s is because of the trade commission if it weren't for that we could go to one platform and buy all the crypto we want to but because of the trade commission they have control and sanction over what americans can and can't buy so while it is in a sense not controlled by crypto which is this is where the government influence is coming into effect Places like uh, Coinbase, for example, which is a U.S.-based exchange, they're trying to make it to where you have to pay taxes on your net profits. And that was the whole point of doing the crypto thing in the first place. Right. Right. But they got hip to that. So now they're trying to pass legislation and things like that at nature to where you have to, if you earn a net profit, you have to pay taxes on it. There's ways around that, but I can't speak on that publicly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. So 
I'll, I'll tell you this, and you'll have to do your research on it, but there's a term called coin washing. That's that's a way of getting around it, but you have and to know what you're doing. Somehow, eventually be illegal. Yeah, it will be at some point. It's just but that's only if it's trackable. It's, <laughs> this shit is so far ahead that it's things are happening before the laws are even there. Yeah, and it, that's because it's been around for the last 15 years. Like, matter of fact, let me see. When was Bitcoin created? I'm curious. I think it was 2008. Yeah, I want to say that's. It was right un- after, right. after the crash when uh, Yogatoko Desamoko or whatever the dude name is did. The, yeah, 2009. Satoshi. All right. Yeah. Satoshi Nakamoto. Yep. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, as you can see, I've been watching documentaries on it. I've been like, what the? What is going on with this? Let me, you know, because. What got me doing it is because a, a while back, my brother was like, buy this, buy this. So I bought it to shut him up. And um, then when I went there and looked at it, I was like, holy shit, this shit, went, <laughs> this shit went up. I need to start throwing change in a few other places just to dibble dabble, you know? Yeah. But it's you like, I want to know something funny. What? Satoshi Nakamoto is not a real person. Oh, now you want some conspiracy theory shit. No, he's really not a real person. What is he? It's a collective of people that created this algorithm. It's not a single person at all. Satoshi Nakamoto does not exist. It's like it's like anonymous. Oh, I'm serious. He, I'm dead serious. <laughs> like most wanted on like uh on, on certain people who want to like arrest them. Well, for that and just to be able to control them, but yeah, it's not a single person. It's just a collective of people that are unknown publicly. Wow. What are your thoughts on Forex? I don't I don't know much about Forex, dude. I like Forex. Why why Forex? Why is Forex a, why is Forex a thing? Well, here's the thing. Forex has been a thing since the 1900s. It's just nobody knew about it. Basically, basically, I'm I'm going to break it down to you in the most simplest simplest form for you and everybody else to understand how Forex works. Right. So, for example, if you go on vacation or, you know, you're traveling overseas, Every time you go to spend your American dollar or if you decide you want to purchase something and it's in a different currency, when you go to make that exchange, which is a direct form of, of interacting with the Forex market, when you make that exchange of currency, like, for example, every every uh, every 20 pesos is five dollars in American money. I'm just using that as a hypothetical example. I don't know what the exact value is now, but like, for example, yeah, American money is worth significantly more than than Mexican pesos. When you make that exchange, one value to another, that's what you get. And that difference of, of value is what the Forex market is based around. So basically, if I take American dollars, mm-hmm. switch to the euros, mm-hmm. and then the euros go up, I can sell them at a profit. Yes. Or, or, I buy, buy, or buy an inverse if, other, if the other value goes up. And what determines if it goes up or down? The stock markets or the international banks, rather, actually not the stock market. The stock market has nothing to do with it. Yeah, the international banks, they control the currency value. So, so basically, you, you basically have to be hovering over this shit. Say again? You have to be hovering over this type of stuff. Not necessarily. I mean, you have to understand how it works, but it's not like a, you have to watch it 24 hours a day. Like basically, unlike the stock market or like crypto where you're you're buying and holding for value to change. Right. The way 
the way you trade forex is basically you you trade with the fluctuation of price and then once it's made the change you close out your your bid and that's you've either made money or you lost money now there are different strategies to where you can hold it over extended periods of time, but you're at a larger risk, and it also requires a lot more money to be able to handle the fluctuations. Hello, Sean. You are back on the show. Hello, Sean. Hold on. That's my fault. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You. C- can you hear us? Turn my mother's mic on, B. Your mic, <laughs> your mic is on, man. We 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 talking about you know crypto and forex. You in the building? What's happening? Yeah, I lost signal there when y'all was talking about a cup of noodles. That was when I when I fell off. <laughs> wow, what noise is that? Hey, listen, 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 bro. Bro, 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 you having too much? <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Yo. You need to work on that post production so you can find out what you got going on over there. Can you, know, can, like can, the can you get your sounds up? Hey, that's how we were out here. It's hard beating, y'all. He can't deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, did you just wait till I get back on? Bruh, get the load done. Like we ain't, we ain't trying to hear that. You see, I got extra sound pads in the back right here. Like I'm set up, bro. You gonna have to do better. That's for real. But no, um, we're talking about uh forex a little bit, uh, and um, really discussing what we should be putting our money into. Because I'm getting to the point in my life where it's like the concept of my money making me money is everything. Hundred percent. So, uh, Loshan, are you a Forex guy? Uh, I'm not. I'm always intrigued to hear information about it, but no, I'm not in Forex at all. I'm barely in stock market, but I do got a couple of stocks on there. You barely, I mean, I ain't going to lie. I have a, a considerable amount of capital just in the savings. I don't even have it working for me at all. You know, and I, I, yeah. put, I, I threw some in crypto, made about three, four thousand in two days. Um, and that's like, dang, dude, I should take this money that's doing nothing and throw it in there. But then it's like, whoa, let me calm down. Yeah, I mean, basically, when it comes to you can lose it. Exactly, you I could lose it. So it's like, you know, what, what, what? And there's a lot of people who are watching this who's like, what should I be doing with this extra money that I'm getting? And I don't like to be like, oh, throw your money here, and then they fucking lose it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, ugh. yeah. Let me see here. Let me bring up another number I got for you about the Forex market. Because apparently Phil over there buying extra cup of noodle shirts with his Forex profits and shit. Is that right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let's see here. Okay. My sound grid. So So just to give you a a scale idea about how much money is moved through the different markets, because there's basically... There's a, there's a handful of markets. Okay, you have the U.S. market, which is called the New York session. You have the European market. You have the Asian market, and you have the Australian market, right? Mm. They have they have exact names, but that's just what they are. So between those four markets, which are the, all the major entities of the world, they move $6.6 trillion every day. Every day. 
every single day. And That's what you problem. are to do in the Forex market is to get a piece of that $6.6 .6 that gets moved every day. So you're just trying to get a taste. Yes. And basically, when it comes to actually trading in the Forex market, the more money you have, the more, the more that you can move at a smaller percentage. What I mean by that is 5% of a million is worth more than 5% of $100. You can still use $100, but you're at a much better advantage when you're moving at a million dollars. So right. to break down the business side of it, when you're doing a uh, when you're wanting to basically start trading currency, you can go to which there's a plethora of them, but you can go to a forex exchange where basically you will trade them your cash that gets converted into which is coin, which is then used on their brokerage to trade on the market. So to a forex exchange where basically you will trade them your cash that gets converted into which is coin, which is then used on their brokerage to trade on the market. So to a Forex exchange where basically you will trade them your cash that gets converted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. The other one was playing. I thought I was listening to you, but the other one was playing. I was checking it on the other thing. But I feel that if you're going to spend your money, my thing is to get us away from consumerism. Mm-hmm. If you're spending your money just to consume shit and it's not making you no more money, that's what I'm right. I'm trying to break myself out of. Like, like the new Bronco came out and I was like, I got to have that fucking truck. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, there's nothing wrong with my F-150. But it's like, uh, I mean, have you seen the new Bronco feel? It's nice. I'm not going to hold you on that. Hello, Sean. Have you seen the new Bronco? Nah, I, I was turned off when OJ had one, so I, I, I ain't doing it. I don't, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to get in that uh that realm of Sambo. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Listen, people, it's the hottest thing out right now. But my thing is this. I have a vehicle that works. Okay. I, I would have to put money down. I would say I put five, 6000 down. I was like, dude, I could probably throw that in the... In, in the crypto joint and make a couple dollars off of it. If I was an adult, uh, an adult thinking man, I would just be, I would just be content with the vehicle I got and just my extra ducats, I would be throwing in there instead of throwing it into clothes and bullshit. You know? That's true. I mean, that's what these motherfuckers do. I mean, you look at Elon Musk, you know, he'll make a billion and blow a billion in a week. That is true. Right back into to the flip. That is true. And most people would have got that billion and would have been like, I'm fucking done. Cocaine and strippers, like immediately. <laughs> so to me, it's like I'm trying to program my brain into doing the right thing with the windfalls. Other words, not fucking up the bag. Right. I mean, like I said, for me, once I have this, what I'm working on now settled, Forex is going to be my next move because you can literally do it from your phone. <laughs> like I, I have friends that I'm I'm directly connected to that are doing doing ten thousand dollar trades from from Forex off their phone, like not even leaving the house in the bed making money. 
See, y'all want a motherfucker to learn a whole bunch of new shit, bro. Like, fuck. It's it, hey, it's technology, man. Times will change. If you want to do that, make your money for you want to have your money make money. That's that's one of the places it's at. It's either going to be trading crypto, doing some type of uh, uh, what do they call it, um, affiliate marketing, or mm-hmm. trading forex. Because my thing is, we we all coming from a blue collar background. True. So we have the the dumb, and I call it dumb because it's, it's lied to us. We have the dumb belief of mm. working hard for our money. True. And for real, that is a sucker's mentality. Because if you think about it, all three of us talking right now, and Lil Sean is online, mm. we blew about 15 years on that worker's mentality bullshit. I agree. <laughs> like, like, if I'm I knew with- about Forex in high school, that's exactly what I went straight, which went straight to. <laughs> Like I, I would have never been right truck there, wouldn't though. be in my vocabulary. What'd you say, Lo? That's the exact point. That's the exact point. School does not teach you to be an entrepreneur or to know about money. They teach you uh, uh school to workforce pipelines. You know what exactly. I'm saying? It depends on what part of the country you come from, then it's school to prison pipeline. Right. But Thanks. you know, they they teach you how to stay a working person, pay your taxes, pay to the government, and die broke. That's what they teach you to do in school. Exactly. Mm. And that's a that's a that's what they teach in the, the level of schools that we went to. Because my question is, what the fuck are the Fifth Avenue private school kids learning? Well, the thing well, about well, it is, kids, they're, they're go to private school though. Uh, correct. The thing that the thing that I've learned that's taught on that side of the spectrum is, even though they're at, I guess you could say a more elite level as far as education system goes. So they learn some things that we don't, but ultimately they're taught to build relationships. Like right. I've heard Kevin saying, speak about it multiple times. It's like, you're not going to college to necessarily get the degree. I mean, yes, that's the ultimate purpose of going there, but ultimately you're going there to build relationships to the next people that are really connected to, you know, the elitism of, of, of money or whatever it is or feel that you're interested in as far as, building uh building wealth that's how they that's how they initially acquire wealth is building relationships with people that they know are going to be the next builders and the next uh, uh the next tech heads the next cloud creators all these things it's about not necessarily having the skill but having the connection and the relationship because basically we're we're driven people we're driven people but if you're not part of that percent we're just unconnected exactly we're until so if low came up with a with a dope thought thing something to do he is unconnected from a few friends that would have the bankroll to give him. He's unconnected from the friends that has the political shit to get it licensed. And he's unconnected right. from the geeks that could actually write the code to get it done. Yep. 1000%. So and with that being said, do you want your kid to go to an Ivy League college? I mean, for the relationships, yes. But outside of that, it really doesn't make any sense to spend, to spend that much money. With the with the internet with the internet age, can't you make those connections without the degree and spending four hundred thousand dollars? Not necessarily. I mean, you can, but you're only going to get so far unless you just have a, a really large social media presence. But mm-hmm. e- but even with that though, that still comes with BS too. You can get a lot of fakers just all the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and a lot of times the people that really know things, they're not the popular people on the internet. They may have some of a following because people have stumbled on them, but they're not going to be the ones at the forefront or to be the most, I guess you could say the most popular people on the internet. Yeah. Cause Gates Gates is not someone that, that, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not here to knock him. I'm just saying he's not someone that would garner a lot of clicks without. He's no, not. and he made the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one of the people definitely <laughs> doing it, but he's not like getting more. He's not getting more hits than Megan Thee Stallion. No, not by far. So my thing is, which one of y'all going to jigaboo so we can get the licks, get to get the click? Like someone has to go out there and do it. I do, I do this because I enjoy it, but keep it a buck. I hate the internet. I hate it with a passion. Really? Like I cannot stand social media. <laughs> I just what? do this because I like it and it connects me to some of the people I want to be connected to. So what do you think that our conversations at another level, that's why it's enjoyable? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, the internet, I mean, number one, we're that old. And because I, I was never the most popular person, I just like the fact that I can I can talk and, actually, and people actually want to hear what I got to say. That's pretty much it. So it's, 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 it's pure vanity. Like, it's just pure vanity. Yeah, I guess you could say that. And your noodle agenda. You're trying to push the noodle. <laughs> I, get I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I mean, like I said, this is something I, I genuinely enjoy. But outside of this, I don't like the internet at all. So you're not on IG like reposting memes? No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'll put up my pictures that I take of of nature or you know my cars, but that's it. Out my my timeline is full of car people, a few music artists I like, and and maybe one or two meme pages. That's about it. Listen, IG's annoying, dude. I mean, we could do a whole fucking show on how that's ruining the world. Like that's it. It, it is. is. It is. One thousand. But at the same, but at the same time, uh oh, hold on. God, it, Phil, come on, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> Phil, major violation, and he left at the same time. What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I just know what happened. It, it sounds like a. Fish. I gotta get a separate camera, man. My bad. His camera is his phone. Oh, and is showing us waiting for IV cam connection. <laughs> Come on, Phil. You got to do better than that. Come on, bro. <laughs> okay, I got it together. I got it together. There we go. Getting your money. I got to I got to buy a better camera. That's all. This is a temporary situation. I got to buy a camera. Uh-oh. Oh, I, can I wish I could see it. I can't see it, man. What happened? Dog, you low. You gotta get to your setup, dog. I said you ain't got your setup together, bro. Yo, yo, tell me what happened, bro, because I couldn't see it. I'm driving, bro. What happened? Basically, <laughs> basically, just Phil's camera is a remote thing with his phone. So when he gets a call, his camera gets fucked up. Well, it'll it'll keep the camera on, but then you get the ringing. So it's just like, well, let me just stop the ringing. <laughs> there we go. Right. Okay. Come on. Phil, I gotta, I gotta buy a camera, man. I got to. That's all. I just need a new camera. Phil, that's terrible. And I got the audio together, but I gotta get the visuals. You know what I'm saying? Any chance I get to use my sound effects to freaking tease people? <laughs> I'm, gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. I got to. Now, now, it's hard, now, now, now it's hard as beating. Y'all hear that heartbeat? Yeah. <laughs> and the sad thing is, Phil gave me the fucking sounds. Ain't that a bitch? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, I, I um 
I definitely think that the internet has. I think internet just. What was that? I think the internet just promotes more people. The loudest people get the most clicks, and they're usually the dumbest people. And the dumbest people are the loudest people. Yep. So it's like you're you're you're, you're dealing with that. You know, no one's really into prosperity content. And that's what I, that's the wheelhouse that I definitely want to be in. And you have to look for it to find it, honestly. And you yeah, have you, to have the mind to even want to look for it in the first place. Most people just like entertain me. Entertain me. I mean, Joe Rogan's podcast is a really good podcast because he's always trying to learn something new. Exactly. So I can get where the where the value is on that. But but, you know, then when you look at people who look like us, we're pretty much we need to build a Joe button or a Gilly podcast or we're going nowhere. We're going nowhere. And I don't know no rappers and half of the rappers they be having on there. I don't even know who they are. No, I don't know. No, I don't know anybody past like when I was in high school. <laughs> I don't know who, who any of these new people are at all, right, except for Kill, because you know you put us on to him. But aside from that, I don't know none of these new rappers. Exactly, and even Akil has not blown up because he has not been willing to drink the Kool Aid. Like he's been been in situations where it's like, I don't want to do that. Right. Oh well, you need to get you need to get locked up. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> Lock up, get your street cred up, and then you can get a deal. Like, what the fuck are Jesus you talking? Christ. Yeah, it's absurd, man. It's just it's it's it's, it's absurd. But I, I do feel like the the the, the money talks is definitely going to be a big portion on here because we. My thing is, I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to work as hard as my money works. I want to get paid just for having money. Yeah. Even if I only got five grand in this joint, I want to get a couple hundred off that. Like, I, why am I going to work myself to death when my money can do all the work for me? Yeah. Five, and I can have more time to do what we're doing here. Yeah. Because you think about it, I go get a local job here. It's about a thousand dollars a fucking week and it's 60 fucking hours. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get rich doing that. Nope. <laughs> or above the poverty line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't want to seem like oh the point is to get rich and and all that stuff because that gets kind of murky in itself. But what I'm saying is, you're not going to get to the point where you're comfortable or can enjoy your money if working is the only way you get your money. Right. What is the wheel of millionaires? I know Lo knows this. What is the wheel of millionaires? What do their finances look like if you made a made a wheel and it would be like this much real estate? That much from working capital, this much from venture capitalism, this much from stock. Like, what would it look like? Yeah, to actually have to divide up assets. What you most say, of us don't even have it. Their will is definitely like ninety percent of their money is in investments, and like ten percent of their the remainder of their money is on like bullshit, and it, it's kind of like vice versa. For the poor class, ninety percent of their money is on bullshit, materialistic shit. Ten percent of their money goes into investing. If ten percent each. What is it even called? That graph. Uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, rich person asset will. Hmm. I look that up. Uh, rich person. Hmm. This person investment graph. Invest, okay, it says investment wheel that popped up. 
Which person investment will? Will and testament of wealthy people. Hmm. Uh, where is it at? Oh, here's something interesting. You can share it. You you know okay. how to share it, and I can just click it. Yeah, let me um let me pull this up here. One second here. Let me pull up this link. I am so into my sound effects. Lotion <laughs> <laughs> is light skin. <laughs> why, 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 did, why did you send him this shit, Bill? Hey, he asked for it. He asked for it. Lotion is light he would, skin. He would go to the techie person to ask for all of this stuff. Just... <laughs> Lotion being I'll be sure. Maybe we don't know. Uh, go ahead, sing something for us, little Sean. <laughs> and he hated on him. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I'm loving that. I am loving it. Okay, what, what what are we looking at here, Phil? So this is a a breakdown of of a will and testament or basically willing out your assets if you're a wealthy person and it mentioned some options on how to actually do that uh, uh okay uh 10 11 trucking says asset allocation ah okay. there we go um last testament living trust this, this i need something that's visual i need something that, like a graph that shows like the shape of how much is what like uh, barney style is what we're looking for let me see if I can find something here. As she said asset allocation. Okay, let's look into that. This is why we need a fucking Jamie, yo. We need a motherfucker that just sits there and type in shit we asked for. Right. <laughs> I need to rotate my setup. That would make it a lot better. That's it. Um, oh, here's something on Wikipedia. How about that? Okay. I saw a graph. I don't know where the picture went. Let's see what there it goes. Asset allocation. So asset location. <laughs> Lowe's out of here again. Rich. Yep. He's on the move. All right. Uh, what is this? This is I even implement uh taxable, tax deferred. What are we looking at here? Average in the asset allocation. Stocks, cash, bonds, alternative, other. But it's not mm -hmm. showing me related searches, wealth. What is digital asset? Oh. Okay, so according to this, this chart I'm looking at, it says for an asset allocation portfolio profile for growth, it says 42% should be in U.S. equity, 28 in international, 15% should be U.S. fixed income, 5% international, and then 10% cash. So most of your assets should be in some type of tangible thing. It shouldn't be in liquid cash, according to that graph. So I'm I'm screwed, what you're telling me, from what I'm hearing. I'm that's, fucking screwed. That, that's what the chart says. <laughs> <laughs> so it says over up to 50% of your money should be in, in equity, which would be a form of real estate or some type of appreciated asset. So that could be gold. Yeah, that could even be gold. So let's break this down into something that's digestible. Yeah. So 
how much money should people have before they start playing with shit like this? Should they have at least a base of $100,000 so they can not care about what they lose? You mean or, like in Forex? I mean, in, 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 in just, just to start getting into the investment. Um, oh, just in the so investing realm. I mean, honestly, you can start with whatever you have. I mean, of course, if you want to talk big numbers, you need big money. But I mean, you can start with as little as $100 and start appreciating value. Because like, for example, in the Forex game, um, they have these scalability uh, programs that you follow where you're basically following a fixed percentage of gain. But as your percentage, I mean, as your um, liquid cash flow increases from that same percentage gain, your overall portfolio increases. Like, for example, you can flip, excuse me, you can flip 100 to 10,000 in 30 days if you follow a fixed percentage rating. But you also have to be continuously successful at hitting that percentage target every day. That means that's that's something you're going to have to hover over. Right. See, see, in terms of in terms of actually working the market. Yes. But my, I mean, you don't have to watch it when you're not actually trading. True. But my thing is, how does the working person who's working 40 to 60 hours a week have the mind and time to do that? You don't. Honestly, you don't. I mean, in order to really, I guess, refine the skill to where you can be a real trader, you're going to have to invest anywhere from 20 to 30 hours a week in just studying the market and a refining a strategy. It takes time. That's just a job. being frankly honest. It is a job. But once you've understand, understood and mastered the skill, you can trade for an hour a day and, and make six figures <laughs> if you if you've scaled your portfolio up that high. So who has who, so how much who has the time to learn it to be that proficient at it, other than the people who do it for a job? People, I that's, mean, yeah, that's the thing about it. <laughs> you know I mean, I mean, basically, you can you can dedicate less time to learning the skill, but it's going to take you that much longer to actually learn it. That's the whole thing about it. So when like, people, there's some people that only study it two hours a day, but it's it's going to take them, you know, anywhere from three to six months to learn the skill over somebody who can put in the time and learn it in 30 to 45 days. That's fucking nuts, bro. Because it can still be done. It's just how much time do you have to give up to actually learn it? So the average working person is just—they're just not going to be doing it. That's what it sounds like to me. The average blue pretty much, and that's that's the separation of the, of the working class and the wealthy. They have the time because they have the money, and unless the working class develops a skill that's going to allow them to develop enough assets to where they can cut out the time, like for example in trucking, the whole idea should be to scale up your asset of liquid cash so you can take the time to learn something else. Then you can figure out how to be wealthy. Which but the, as long as you're working, you're not going to be wealthy. Which the dealership insurance and the fuel man are making sure you can't do. Pretty much. They're making sure you can't do that. Because every time the industry has, oh, we make more money, they up the truck notes. When I came in the game, an $800 truck note was a lot. Now $1,100 is not a lot at all. Right. So that means the little bit of, of leeway we were getting in profit, they just turn the thing and take it. Yep, so that, that's what that's what I'm saying. So it's like when you hear people just say, "Oh, get money between your income," and it's like, dude, that is easier said than done to a and motherfucker. That's, that's something I had to learn the hard way. As, as far as they, you know, like, oh, you should be, you should have two to three strings of income. You should do all this stuff. Who has the time to do that when you're working sixty hours a week? Exactly, you're working like, seventy. Oh, who has who even with doing all that work? Who has that excess? Who has the excess cash to be able to dump that into something else? Like. 
it would take for you to have enough money saved to where you can take the time off for three to six months to actually learn a new skill that may or may not be profitable for you in the first place. So it's like you either scale up in the industry you're in or you save up enough money to be able to shift. Right. And only so many people are going to be able to do that in the first place. Most people just suffer along for 30, 40 years in whatever industry they are in. And that's the end. That's it. And then they may they may get enough money to go to Florida for seven years before they stroke out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe go to maybe go to Tulum one time or Bali (laughs) and call it a day. That is sad, bro. But the thing is, that's just the, that's the, there's no other way to get away from that. That's just what it is. It's like, dude, the main thing that no one ever talks about is the freaking time. That's why most of these dudes who make money talking like this, they're making money from you signing up, not from the thing they're saying they're teaching you how to do. Exactly. You know, they're, they're making money. Oh, getting the real estate, I'll teach you how to do real estate. And they're making their money from teaching you how to do real estate. Then you find out they have no holdings. Or are you find out that they're using your money to invest or some shit? I know I heard that thing was going on with Cordon or whatever. I don't know that to be true or not. You have to look right. that up. But it's one of those things where it's like I, I want things to go to the masses that they can use. Yeah. So so I, I thought mean, the Robert thing was a good thing. Yeah. But then it came out that was a slight bit shady, was it not? Yeah. Yeah. I you mean, because my whole thing is like at least in our sector of work. I mean, like I said, I would start with just with whatever excess money you have, just put that into an appreciating asset, whether it be crypto or if you want to play the stock game, you can do that. But outside of that, there's no real time to learn any other skills outside of that, which I mean, yeah, you can you can say like, oh, you can be learning while you're getting down the road. I mean, yeah, too. That's cool. You can you can acquire knowledge. But as far as putting that knowledge into practice, there's yeah. only so much time you can really do that in the truck. When are you going to apply it? And then the, the general bad feeling of uh, the general ups and downs of health and, and mood, right. yeah. you know, and then, you know what I mean? It's like, fuck me, bro. When do you have time to really get into this shit? Because the thing is, when you're dealing with someone, that's why it's for the, the people who have the money. Because if you think about what does it take, what is your monthly nut? Your monthly nuts, we'll call it $2,500. Mm-hmm. You would have to have that to blow. So you're talking twenty five hundred dollars is about thirty thousand dollars. Yep. That's, yeah, my, I was like my monthly bills run me about twenty seven hundred. So you would yeah, need thirty thousand dollars to blow for to have the twelve months free. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do. God forbid anything happens in that twelve months. Exactly. So you're <laughs> talking stuff about, happens all the time. So we're talking about needing roughly forty thousand dollars just to sit up for a year to learn something new. Yeah, just instead of for you to learn something new and hopefully nothing bad fucking happens. You yeah. go, you learn something new that this gives you the time to be able, even with going to the gym. It's yeah. like you need the people, rich people live longer because they have the time to go to spin mm-hmm. class. You know, exactly. they have time to go to spin class. They have the time to sit on the phone two, three hours a week and talk to uh, their broker or to do it themselves. They have the time to go see something new. Just Phil just came up with a new piece of technology. They have the time to just go up there and bullshit with Phil for a week. Right. Explaining and then paying into it. Who the fuck has that type of time to go down and check out what Uber is doing? Exactly. Or find out what the new model Tesla is coming out <laughs> before and it drops. And the note, <laughs> I got to buy road sensors off the stock market because he's going to need them for his nest. So who the fuck knows that shit? That's why I'm like, it's like, dude, it's all a fucking 
It's a lie. It's a fucking lie, mm-hmm. dude. If you didn't get to the point where you are making enough money to cover your bills, you're not getting there, dude, unless you're just as an extraordinary multitasking motherfucker. Right. And which most of us are not. Something I've I've noticed with this, at least the generation of people of of well, not all, but I'll say a good bit of the portion of people in my generation are starting to be hip to that kind of stuff, which is why you're seeing like a resurgence of entrepreneurs and all these people doing these different things, because we come from three, four generations of, of broke people that just accepted that they were going to work and die. Yeah. And we're not accepting it anymore. Right. And but it's because like- we're so far behind the curve, it's like even with even with having that knowledge, you can still only get so far. Right. You, All so, you can try to do is if if you are having children, try to pass it on to them to set them up for something a little bit better. But we're talking about, like I said, undoing three or four generations of, of just brokenness. And, 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 <laughs> and Instagram is making sure that your kid is going to fuck off your their inheritance with something stupid. Exactly. Exactly. Where you could get up to seven hundred thousand dollars, die and your kid can blow that on two cars. Easy. <laughs> or a car in a, in a penthouse is going to get repossessed in six months because <laughs> yeah, he couldn't cover the taxes <laughs> i mean it blows your mind bro you're like yeah me man yeah i don't know i mean on one hand you could just have the defeatist attitude and just be depressed about it you know you could mm-hmm. just legit be depressed about it or you could just keep trying to my thing is any problem you're in you can learn yourself out of yeah, and I I always say it just just make the best of the time that you have while you're here. <laughs> That's gonna be at the end of the at the end of the game. You know, you you did what you you did what you could. God, dude, that's fucking dark, man. Hey, hey man, look, <laughs> I come from nothing, man. I come from a very small town. Yes, yeah, like y'all have a dark view. Like you come from Chesnia, some fucking where. Like, damn, dude, man, I. I just I just accept the reality that I was born into and I've I've made of what what I can. But you and, but you you're yourself you've also broke the mold. Like how, how many people from where you were born from make as much as you do? Not many, honestly. There's so that, a handful of them. <laughs> proves right there that you shouldn't accept it. Right? That's true. That is true. You know, you you have like, to connect. I I can I can say I I I probably Probably with the exception of my aunt, because she has a business now. I probably make the most of my family. Right. And you're only reached a fraction of your potential. Right. <laughs> you learn how to make the money that you make make money for you. You're yeah. you're fucking winning, dude. That, that you know, so it's like it can be done, but everybody's like, oh well, teach me how to do it. But it's like, how do you trust a person that's supposed to teach me what to do with my money? The money's sitting in my Navy Federal account. It's yeah. sitting in my federal account making nothing. I mean, I'm getting like 42, 42 cent dividends on some shit. Like, it's nothing. Ew. You know, it's nothing. So, it is I like, mean, oh. not not to be in your pockets, but how come you haven't put any of that into IRAs that at least have some type of appreciation? I mean, that's a 401k, isn't it? No, IRAs are totally different than 401ks. IRAs are are a locked in asset that have a percentage just for you having access to the money because what the bank does it holds the IRA they use that to trade in forex, so it's like a security bond. Mm, I need to look into that. Yeah, it's it's, it's completely separate from four one k. Four one k is based on a company's stock asset value. So if the stock crashes, you lose all your money from the four one k. That's why I don't like four one ks. Hmm. 
and I don't like the fact that I'm putting money in a company's pocket that I, that ain't making me money in, in return. That's why I never that's why I never bought into 401ks with these truck companies. They're using that to make money. I'm not getting any dividends off that. It's just a sitting asset value that they so-called match, but they don't tell you that they're not gonna. They're, the the part that they're matching is is gonna get tax deducted just like your half is when you cash it out. On top of the actual cash out, if you, if you take it out before you're 65, and that's even if the even if the cash out's at 65, because some of them are 70 now. See, my thing. I'm be real. I'm I'm on I'm on the the risky end. I'm I'm more. I'm liking the technology shit. It's like yeah. if it ain't technology, I really don't want to put no money into it. You know what you should invest into though? What? Cloud storage. Cloud storage. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that just a? Uh, there's a stock number. You there's a stock acronym you can tell me to put money into that? Not specifically. I'd have to look up some specific companies, but that's where everything's going is to the cloud. Mm. Everything is cloud based now, and the more that they develop the technology, the more the more value it holds. Because at some point, just like in the next 20 to 30 years, physical hard physical storage media isn't going to exist because the earth is going to run out the, run out of the silicone to use for making storage. That's what they're trying to develop new storage platforms now, like liquid storage, for example. Liquid storage. Mm-hmm. Wow. Store, storing media and other forms of, of data on on a I forget what kind of liquid it is, but it's basically like a like a metallic like substance they use for computers for like cooling and stuff but they they're developing ways to put media in storage on it because physical physical media storage is going to become no more that's fucking nuts bro see that's what i mean so i i would definitely want to put some some money into that i'll have to look up what the acronyms are to put money into that um mm-hmm. uh the reason why i like crypto so much cuz it's so bleeding edge that even if you throw some you'll make something Mm-hmm. Because because the, the Seraphan Lords have not got in and closed you out of it, you know some of this yeah. shit like you're trying to, you can't really buy into fresh water <laughs> that yeah. easily. But you, right. it can be done. But it's you got not, a couple billies sitting around, and yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you can. You know, and people, oh, go buy land. Like that shit's fucking super easy to do. But it's like land, the, the the freaking real estate market is so it's so insane now, especially it's commercial space. Like that that junk, man. If you ain't sitting on it already, it's like that kills me when these real estate guys will make these uh seminars stuff, not just uh grant, but just all of them in general. It'd be like, oh, or like this young kid, uh, I forget his last his forget his name is Steven something or other. He's like 26 and he owns like a couple, I want to say like five or seven million in freaking property. He's right. like, Oh, well, you just I just had this one property and I did this and that, but he also always forgets to negate the fact that he started five years in and somebody invested in him. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they invested a bag into him. Uh, yeah, like, well, millions. That's how he got on. He 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 was in real estate already for five years, and somebody cut him a deal, and then he flipped three properties and got rich. That's what I'm saying. So it's like with me, number one, I try to have integrity in whatever I'm going to end up doing. That's yeah. number one. So when I want to learn something, I'm definitely going to come over here. We're going to talk about learning it. We're going to learn it yeah. together. Oh yeah. But the reason why my platform is only a dub. It's because I don't like the feeling of you saying you come to me, you're going to make buku money because I feel like that's the number one scammy thing to say. Definitely. So how about we sit down and break down and figure out what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then go from there and understanding that this is first of all, how much I'm only willing to 
throw 20% of my pay into some shit at a time. I'm not, I'm not wealthy to the point where I can be blowing all this money. Like my biggest thing with stocks and mm-hmm. saving it is like, if you're going to end up pulling it out to use it for something as basic as paying your car note, you're not ready to fucking do it. Right. No, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dump a, a crap ton all at once, but it just accumulatively overall, you shouldn't have yeah. more than 50% of your money in, in crypto if you're going to invest in it. But I wouldn't say just dump 50% in the market because you can lose it all tomorrow. Right. But right. over time, you know. So it's like you're getting paid a thousand dollars. Yeah. If you're getting if you're getting paid a thousand dollars, you know, throw a hundred in there somewhere. You know what I mean? Uh, I throw a hundred into something to see uh, uh, what it's going to do, or, or just just to sit back and experiment and see how it acts. Like I'm into some shit like that at this point. Right. <laughs> Hold on, I mean, I would just like I said, I would treat it like an escrow account. You know, just gradually feed into it over time until you've, you know, acquired a, a decent amount into it and then make your decision from there, whether it be to cash it out once you've made profit or to just flip it and reinvest it in something else. And and are y'all even interested in these type of conversations? You know, because uh, this is this is where my head is. Uh, it's definitely it's going. It's like, yeah. hell, I'm not trying to work myself to the point where I'm freaking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like for me, my, my dream would be, would be to be a real store or be, be a, a real estate broker of some sort where I'm managing real estate all day. That's a dream of mine, but I don't have enough liquid cash to sit on to learn how to do that. So it's just kind of one of those things like I can, I can invest in other things to build up to that point, but it's not something I can just go jump directly into. Lauren says, yes, this is good. Um, I will, I, will, I will hope so. I just want to make sure that the content is something that is usable but enjoyable at the same time. Um, because the next level, we we know how to get into a truck. We will still talk about getting into trucks. We'll still talk about the next level is financial literacy. Yeah, I mean, again, like I say all the time, trucking is at least unless this is just your diehard passion, you come from a, a long generation of doing this. Trucking should be a stepping stone, especially if you're getting into it in this age, you know, in this new industry age or or you're in this generation of trucker where most people don't really care about this industry anyway. It should be a stepping stone. It should be do your two, three years as a company driver. If you want to accumulate more money than that, step it up to the lease situation. Or if you have saved up enough money, jump out to owning your own equipment and then scale from there, whether it be continuing in trucking or it should be. Or what I would prefer to do is to take the money that you saved up over however many years and invest that either into a new skill or an asset. Right. That's why it's like I um it's one of them things where I'm I'm just willing to do the work and to learn, you know, because as I get to a better place, it's like I don't want to just fuck the money up this time, dude. I, I really don't. Like I've bought all the shit, I've got all the sweets, I bought all the um equipment you know i've i've uh uh uh, been around the satchmo you know (laughs) i've ran i ran the gauntlet i i know what you know having a little bit of money can feels like i know what having no money feels like y'all inspire me to research crypto so keep it going appreciate that eric carter um you know and that's why it's one of those situations where we want y'all to to really be a part and participate that was the main reason why I was like, this should be done behind the wall and then we'll throw clips. But really, 
it's the people behind the wall are the ones that get to interact with what's going on. I've tried, as you can see from the behind me, of learning all new different things. I've, you know, photography, yeah. uh, 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 videography. Uh, uh, learned this right here. What we're doing right here is we're recording a podcast remotely. This is yeah. a skill we're learning. Now, Phil doesn't have the best mic in the world. You know, he'll get it though. You know what I'm saying? He'll get it. Don't you be hating on my mic, fam. Because man, quality yeah. microphone, it sounds just fine. I feel you, but you can't get it as close to your mouth because it's not directional like mine. I sure tried to, you about I that. just had it out the way because I didn't want it in frame, but yeah, I can bring it up close now. I can't see you. And when you put it in frame, it looks like you're stunting on people, so that's another thing. <laughs> like, you stain gold, uh, <laughs> Miss Erica, greetings and salutations, good people. Hello, darling. Hello. Hey. What did you want to add to the conversation? Thank you for coming in. No worries. Thank you for the invitation to come in and share a little bit of education. So a couple of things. I'm actually a licensed insurance professional and have been since 2007. So there's a couple of things I just wanted to add. So when you guys talk about um, assets, you talk about stocks, you talk about all those things that generate income. You also have to remember that such a thing called taxable gains. So although you're earning that money, you're going to be fucking taxed on it. That is a good point. Hmm. As far as the 401k income grows tax deferred. And just to, to let Phil know, it's actually 59 and a half where you can actually access that money without penalty. If you try to do hmm. it before that, it's 10% penalty or excise tax by the IRS. Gotcha. So, 401ks are good for a couple of reasons, but like Phil said, I'm not a proponent of 401k plans because what we're conditioned to do is work at a job for 20 years, invest in our retirement account, and then once we retire at age 65 or 67, what we now realize is, oh shit, now I'm being taxed on all that money that's grown tax deferred. And oftentimes mm. people get caught off guard. So they've, you know, they've thrown a million dollars into their retirement account. They go to retire. They end up being a greeter at Walmart because they're outliving their income. Because now wow. they didn't factor in and that the IRS is going to tax that. On top of that, when the person dies, their beneficiary ends up getting double or triple tax. Oh, and wow. So that's why people have to learn a little bit more about the other products, quote unquote, that are out there. For example, life insurance. There's a product called an indexed universal life policy. And a lot of companies offer it. But that income, that cash value grows tax deferred. And you have access to that money. And what you do to create a tax-free income is at a certain period of time, once you have enough assets built up in that cash value, you can turn that on as an income stream, loan it out, and not have to pay taxes on it. And why is that important? Well, the IRS wow. in Section 7702, they treat life insurance very, very different than your stocks, your bonds, your mutual funds, IRAs, and things like that. In addition to that, IRAs, albeit they have their place, the IRS caps how much you can actually contribute to an IRA every year. Mm. And you're really you just only blew my at, head with that one. Jeez. Yeah, you're only allowed to contribute, I believe, as of now, it's like 
$6,500 a year, it ain't shit. And so no, when, you, right. when wow. you use life insurance, on the other hand, at least in today's environment, you know, when people get hit to stuff, they all of a sudden start changing laws and shit and how things work. Right. But in that index universal life, what it does is it takes your cash value and it mirrors the growth of the stock market. And, and note that I said mirrors, not invest. Why is that important? Because if the stock market booms, you capitalize off the growth of the market. If the market tanks, you don't lose any money. You just don't earn anything. And a lot of mm. these companies have a floor to say, okay, well, you'll earn no less than either zero or 1%. You know what I'm saying? But the wow. more important feature of it is the fact that once a, a, an insurance representative does an illustration for you, depending on the amount of premium that you're investing, quote unquote, paying every month or every year, however, set your premiums up, what happens is it does a calculation to let you know how much, according to the IRS guidelines, you can contribute into that policy without it becoming a modified endowment contract, which means the IRS would basically tax you on it. So, sheesh. Wow. wow. So <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest question would be, like, why is it this common knowledge? Yeah, really. Well, it is in certain spaces. Now, you have to remember, if you go back and you look at your wealthier families, your Walt Disney's, your Rothschild's, your Vanderbilt's, those folks use life insurance. And as a matter of fact, their heirs are still benefiting off of what they did in terms of their life insurance policies way back then. That's the Asian, mind. the Asian community. I'll be honest with you. When I was actually um, with a company um, for many years, a particular segment in California of the Asian population invested millions of dollars into these policies. I'm talking millions of dollars, and so again, it's all about exposure to information. But what that does, it also helps you create leverage. And that's why a lot of us don't move forward is because we don't know how to create leverage. In addition to that, we don't have the proper documents in place and we don't know how to structure our accounts. Why is that important? Let's just say, for example, like, and I'll just use TBU and, and way Too fly as an example. Right now, whether it's on paper or not, you guys have a, a, a business partnership, correct? Mm -hmm. in that you do certain things together on the business standpoint. Okay. Well, God right. forbid something happened to you, right? You don't die. You just become incapacitated. If she's not your power of attorney or you don't have a power of attorney to make decisions for you, you're fucked. Your assets are frozen. Nobody yeah. can do shit for you. Yeah. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, let's just say you have your own separate bank accounts, right? Mm -hmm. If And let's just say it doesn't have to be each other. Maybe you're not at that point yet. But if you don't have a family member or somebody listed on your account, not as a joint owner, but as a payable on death beneficiary, mm -hmm. what happens is if you die, right, or even become incapacitated, but again, I have a 10-year-plus banking career, so I've seen all this shit firsthand. If you died, your assets basically get frozen by the bank. The bank will freeze your assets. What your 
quote unquote next of kin would have to do, they would have to go to the court, petition to be your executor, get appointed to be your executor, then bring that documentation to the bank. Then the bank withdraws the money and opens a business account, which then mm. becomes the estate of blank. And here, here's here's what's really fucked up. And this is why people wow, that's crazy. have to understand the beauty of life insurance. This is why life insurance is so key. What happens is, let's just say you have $100,000 in your bank account at the time you pass away, right? And you haven't put a payable on death beneficiary. There's no joint account holder, right? Your person gets named as the executor. They come back. Bank opens up a business account, the estate of Blankety Brown, right? What happens now is your executor has to run a public notice in the newspaper to alert all your creditors. And let's just say you had a medical condition and had a shitload of medical bills. Now, everybody that you owe money to now knows that you're gone. And what they'll do is they'll attach their claim to that estate account and all of that shit gets paid out first. And then the executor is left to distribute whatever is remaining. So in other words, that shit, and you can get nothing. Life insurance is so important. And that's, I say this because the crazy, right. They, they don't get anything and it's, it's fucking crazy. But not only that, there's a cost to dying. There's a cost yeah. to opening the estate. There's a cost to burial. There's, I mean, it's not just it's not just paying to put you in the ground or, or turn and burn you. I mean, there's a process involved, and it can be very expensive, right? And so that's why life insurance is so important to have. And you know, later on, we can you know definitely talk about the variations of life insurance because there's different kinds and they're there for different purposes. But the IRS can't, or and creditors more importantly can't touch the life insurance mm. and that's important that's so, very important how, how wealthy people set it is and how they set up their shit is they basically get millions of dollars in life insurance so that it covers not only their estate costs right it also covers leaving money to their heirs and so to your point about oh i don't want my kid to blow 700,000 on a penthouse he's going to lose in six months in a car, you can actually structure payments either yeah. in the text of the life insurance policy or again, what the wealthy do is they, they create trusts and they put all their assets in that trust because now the trust becomes an entity and your name. So let's just say the estate of Trucker Brown, right? Uh, the, I'm sorry, the trust of Trucker Brown. So everything that you own now gets put into that truck trust document, right? And you become the guarantor and the trustee. So that means you have the power to make decisions over everything. Well, if something happens to you, you name a successor trustee, and in the scope of that trust document, you tell that trustee what you want to have happen once you're gone. Mm. And those are the documents that they use. In addition to that, if you don't have a trust, you do a will. Many people die without a will. They got kids that are underage. Guess what happens when you die and you don't have a will and you got a kid underage? The court decides where that kid yeah. gets to go. You uh, know what I'm saying? And so a lot these, of times it's straight to the system. Yeah, so these are basic fundamentals, basic elements, basic legacy documents 
And why is it important for our community? One, because a lot of life insurance companies won't issue a policy to truck drivers because of the nature and the risk of what we do. So that's what I'm challenged to do on my end is I'm trying to find products that are out there that will serve our, our community, number one. But number two, at a minimum, we need to have those legacy documents in place because anything can happen out here on the road. And we don't have to die. We could get in a horrific car accident and be a paraplegic. And if we don't right. have a power of attorney in place before that happens, you're fucked. Seriously. So do you, like, so what are the what are the the three main names that they should be looking up on their phone to get in like what are the three company names that that you feel is trustworthy? As far as what? Like uh the ins- the life insurance? Yeah, all of it. Like well, whatever they should be well, starting with assuming they're starting from scratch. Yeah, so what I would recommend that people do first of all is go to their bank and add a beneficiary. That's like first thing. That doesn't cost any money to do, doesn't take a whole lot of time to do. In the COVID environment, they might even let you do it it from the house too, honestly. You know what I'm saying? Right. They might let you do it online. So I would say at a minimum, start with naming a payable on death beneficiary on your bank accounts. Number two, if you have life insurance policies, make sure your beneficiaries are up to date. A lot of times people get married, divorced, they forget their ex-wife is on there, new wife, husband <laughs> dies, boom. Yeah, I've seen, trust me, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's crazy. So I would definitely say payable on death beneficiary. Then I would say go ahead and get a power of attorney in place. You know, if you're by yourself, you're not in a relationship, but you still have living parents or you have siblings you can trust, name one of them as your power of attorney. Because, again, once you become incapacitated, they're – you can't get it in place at that point. And most of the time you can either Google, you know, the language for it or get you like one of those template kits, Home Depot, not Home Depot, Office Depot staples. They usually have like your little legacy kits. Mm-hmm. More importantly, though, you have to check your state guidelines because some states require that you have at least two witnesses and the document mm-hmm. has to be notarized. Man, you just dropped a bomb on everybody. Yeah, and so the beautiful part, too, about this COVID environment is I just found out recently that they have mobile notaries. Like, they'll do online notary. Yeah, I've seen that a lot out here, actually. That's a thing. Yeah. They'll pull up and and certify. (laughs) Exactly. So I would say definitely go to the bank, get your payable on death beneficiary, make sure your life insurance, current life insurance policies have the correct beneficiaries, get your power of attorney in place, and then get your will in place. Now, trust, wills and trust should really be done by an attorney. Honestly, you could do it yourself, but just I, I, I had experience with a relative doing it themselves as far as a trust document, and it did not go well. As a matter of fact, we got some family still not speaking to each other after. Wow. So, yeah, if so, you can, sometimes it's $1,500 depending on what type of asset you have. You know what I mean? So who would be the the go-to as far as getting the life insurance specifically? I would say go to www.1011trucking.com because we do more than just drive. (laughs) They can click the life insurance button. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know I didn't know you were in that realm publicly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And what I do we will talk. And and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like TB. Life in the the I've been in life insurance for a long time, and for me, it's never been about the money. You know what I'm saying? So 
So I don't make any money from the client. The companies that I write business for actually pay me, right? That's how Dream makes money. Right. What that what and just like Trucker Brown, I mean, the reality is knowledge is power, but only if applied. So if we all get together, if I can't give them the right information, I'll find the right information and pass them along to the right person because I'm not licensed across all 48 states. Right. So are you are you licensed in Texas? No, but I can get licensed in Texas. Yeah, because you're gonna have the Barney walk me through this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. And then the, the the last point I wanted to drive home too is that life insurance has evolved significantly over the last 25 years. Traditionally, you had to die for somebody to realize the benefit of life insurance, right? Well, now right. a lot of life insurance companies um, have customize their product set to create these policies that you don't have to die to use. What does that mean? If you become critically ill, chronically or terminally ill, you can access your death benefit while you're alive to use for whatever, whether it's alternative treatment, whether it's to pay for, you know, medical bills and say you don't have insurance, like health insurance, or if you just want to do your bucket list, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so that's the other piece that people want to look at. They want to review their existing life insurance to see exactly what they have and whether or not they can access their benefit. And if not, then they would want to either add to their existing life insurance portfolio with a, a solution like that that gives them access. Because, as you know, people are getting sick and they're getting, mm-hmm. you know, they're not changing their lifestyle like many of us have done. They're not eating better. They're just doing their thing and they're ending up with bad health. Well, oftentimes the health insurance doesn't cover everything. And that's Mm. why most people end up bankrupt at the end and the families end up destitute. You can look at your celebrities, for example. You know, I mean, DMX, great individual, left 17 kids behind. I highly doubt that he had a significant amount of life insurance to take care of everything at the end of the road. You know what I mean? Aretha Franklin, right. she died, didn't have a will in place. Mm. Prince died, didn't have a will in place. So here you have all these people that have made it, but you didn't have anybody in your corner telling you, hey, you need to do A, B, and C. And so that's my little piece because I want to you know, provide service to mankind in meaningful ways. I want to help educate people on what they need to do, especially as business owners, to make sure that we can create that generational wealth, that we can use these tools out here that ultimately were quote unquote created for the wealthy because that's ultimately who we are. We are wealthy. We just haven't vibrated high enough to reach that frequency yet, but it's coming. Mm. Bars. Yeah. You, 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 you put me on something. We, like I said, yeah. we're going to talk cause that's, well, that's thank yeah, you for letting what, me share. I appreciate it. Definitely be a cutout from the show. The full show will be able to be listened to through the podcast, which I do have up. I don't know if you have uh, Apple Music or Spotify or Google Podcast because it is going to be up on all of those. Uh, I appreciate you, Erica. Thank you so much. And we will definitely talk more and figure some segments out where me and you can uh, build more and more on that. Thank you so much. See, she just she just blew. She basically just blew the room up, bro. Yeah, because I I had no idea. Like that just that knocked that got my gears turning. <laughs> like that just taught me a lot. 
It's not. But who do you okay? Who you who who you gonna get a, a beneficiary to? Well, I already have my my wife on my bank accounts. I mean, we have separate accounts, but she's my her between her and my sister, they're my beneficiaries as far as that part's concerned. But on the life insurance tip, I know next to nothing. So mm. I gotta get I gotta get educated on that. Yeah, I want a lawyer though. I'm I'm, I'm doing the full lawyer thing. I want my I want my shit done right, 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 right. I hear you. I just gotta figure out. My biggest thing is just having a lawyer to trust, dude. Like I, that too. That's the thing, man. It's they're just, like the most untrustworthy fuckers you could run into. Quite literally. I mean, I would say with your connection of people, I would talk to see, talk to them and just get some varied opinions and then shop them. Right. And uh, just figure out who who makes the most sense for your you know your assets and your situation. Yeah. Wow. Um, we're gonna end it here because she just blew it. Yeah, up. that just I, I I can't even follow that. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the crypto be damned, I guess. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things we're definitely gonna work on it more. I thank y'all so much for uh for coming through. Um this was filmed behind the wall Patreon. That means y'all got it first. I'll only be cutting off exclusive only certain clips is going to make it to the big channel uh letting him know where to hit it to see the full full one you're going to either you're going to have to be on the podcast to hear the full show to interact with the show as erica did you're going to have to be behind the wall to be in the studio audience it's just it is um it's just that simple hey phil i appreciate you for coming through bro i really do oh yeah man always uh we got some stuff to think on and we'll go further than that. Uh, we'll be doing a meeting a little bit later. I'll call you, let you know when that's going to happen. Bet. Thank you, sir. It, this has been one of those lives that goes down in history. Do not do drugs. Um, I'm so happy how it went. It's like hitting a wall all day. Different now. Appreciate you, Phil, for coming through. Uh, everything is, is is totally different. We're gonna leave you with the kill. I kill VCR. Fuck him, that's just how I feel in the day. Nigga, been in the way, nigga, still in the way. The bitch tried to make me kill her today. Nigga, silly today, it was really the day. Try to spin, nigga, I spawn, nigga, dizzy today. Bitch, you a bitch with a gun, you was scary. This doesn't be Z-Lo, I just like my dog, and we taking it all. Got me sick in my feelings today. Bag after 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 bag. See, he got 500 bags. Kicking your shit like your ass, he ain't finding no cash. Who got that bony little bitch, nigga, gas up. Bitch got me hungry, good smoke, I can't pass her. I stop hey. on my lonely, can't fall, I can't back up Jim might take his bitch with my bitch, make some little shit so tell me your price, cause I got a guy And you are not one of them guys Boy, you the bitch, you live in the lie If you really work with a dot of that lie I cross all the T's and I dot of that lie I got this old nigga thought I was green His bitch like when I seen nigga da 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 I don't lie, you don't lie 